At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. The NCAA tournament started yesterday. It almost felt like a, a footnote on, on certain. It kind of did actually. No, you're right. Especially considering like, that we had two big upsets yesterday. Princeton, Princeton beats uh, Arizona. That that made you happy. It did, but it didn't because it was just like surreal. Because I've been talking to you about pretty basketball. Where did pretty basketball go? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Arizona is actually one of the pretty teams. Well, pretty you don't know? get you far. And. All right, and they lost to a Princeton team. Quite frankly, it's not very good. Yeah, but uh, but apparently, you got to remember this for next year, Joe. Double digit de- seeds from Jersey, take them, <laughs> take them. <laughs> Last year we had St. Peter's knocking off Kentucky, uh-huh. and then this year we get Princeton. You know, yeah, that, that plucky blue collar. No. No, not no, not really, not no. really. Uh, one of the jokes that I saw was, man, uh, the the guys at uh, Silicon Valley Bank really needed some good news this week, and thankfully Princeton came through for them. Right? Yeah. Um, no, but so it does. It upsets me a little bit, especially watching Houston later at night struggle. And I, I've been telling you, you know, they're the best team in the in the country, and I'm watching them struggle with Northern Kentucky in a sixteen-one, yeah. and I'm going. Uh, you, sometimes you just have to hold your nose and, and take some of these ugly teams because usually it's ugly that mm-hmm. ends up winning. Meanwhile, we we have we the the Virginia discourse is back, Joe. We, we have entered the Virginia Tony Bennett chat room. They've uh, they they lost to Furman yesterday uh, on a very uncharacteristic. Kihei Clark mistake. Yeah, but they just kind of melted down. But they were going to win the game. They were going to win the game. As I'm saying, they kind of just melted down. I don't want to pin it all on Kihei throwing the ball away in an odd, in a weird sequence. Yeah, totally weird. Here's Tony Bennett, head coach Virginia, on the ending that resulted in yet another early flameout for the Cavaliers. The pass at the end, you know, we missed a front end of a bonus. We missed a. Um, you know, made one out of two, so there were some free throws that could have salted that away. And, um, you know, I have to see on tape how it all played out. But, um, again, it just, it's that feeling of it's there. I think we're going on to the second round or the whatever round we call it now. And then it's gone. And that's, that's, a, that's a gut punch. So that's Tony Bennett on the loss to Furman yesterday. And as we joked about, the the Tony Bennett discourse has re-entered the chat. Uh, you had, like, Pat Forty immediately had the column ready to go on SI, calling it a fluke. You tweet out that Tony Bennett's just not built for March, which was one of the hottest takes I saw on Twitter yesterday, mm-hmm. Joe. Congrats to you. Thank you. And then suddenly the Virginia people are like, that's not true. They won a championship, everything else. Which, I mean... You can't say Tony Bennett's not built for March when he does have an, a national championship under his belt. Like, you, you see where those two things don't really line up, Joe? Uh, every year, he consistently loses probably before he should. The year that they won it, yeah, they were extremely fortunate. 
extremely. Okay, okay cool, everyone cool, cool. who wins it you is can, fortunate. You can qualify it all you want, but yeah. let's let's hone in on the key part there. What did they do in 2019? They won the national title. Was that tournament in another month? Did it happen in March? It happened in March. Okay, so yeah. clearly he is in some way, shape, or form built for March. He so won a national four, championship. So in 14, they start winning games. Yeah. Basically, they went 16, 16 and two first year. Yeah, they won the ACC in 14. They get to the Sweet 16. Yeah, 15. They lose in the second round. 16. They they had an epic collapse against Syracuse. Sure, sure. 16, 17. Lose in the second round. Uh-huh. 18. They're the only team in the history of the tournament to lose to a 16 seed as a one seed. Mm-hmm. The only team shout in the out, history of the tournament. Shout out to UMBC, which is how about how about we it. do this? How about we do this? Yeah. Uh, let's throw out his his worst result. Mm-hmm. Let's not even talk about the sixteen and one. That's fine. Okay, now let's throw out his best result. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about the championship. Okay. Let's just do that. Okay. What is he? What is he now? He's a good regular. What season is he coach. now? He's a good regular season coach with some unfortunate early exits. Okay, but there's a lot more factors. I think in Tony there. Bennett is an outstanding builder of a program. When he took that job in 2010, Virginia was completely in the abyss oh, lost. of the ACC. Lost. They were at the bottom of the ACC. They now regularly win the ACC. Mm-hmm. Tony Bennett should be commended for that. But as sometimes you like to tell me, two things can be true at the same time. Sure. We were watching this with the Carolina Hurricanes, who I often compare to the to the New York Yankees. Or the Atlanta Braves. Sometimes you're just really good over the course of a season because mm-hmm. of the way that you play and the way that you, you're built and your mindset and your mentality. Sometimes you're really good at that. But once you get into when the money is on the table, I don't want Tony Bennett as my coach when the money's on the table. You can have him. You can win the one time out of 10. That's awesome. And I think it's great that Virginia did win the national championship mm-hmm. because quite frankly, the basketball gods owed them after from 16. the Ralph Sampson. No, from the Ralph Sampson era. Oh, not the 16. I'm not even talking about You're 16. Talking Ralph Sampson. I'm talking, Jeez. I'm talking okay. they had, they consistently had the best team in the ACC with Ralph Sampson and they didn't, they never got a payout for it. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm okay with all of those things, but don't sit here and tell me that Tony Bennett is some sort of mastermind in March. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't you, think you, it, you can you can spawn that off into Izzo, who we love, well, right? Okay. Who has it? Who's only done it once? About that. Okay. I'm always fascinated by which single titles for coaches validate their careers, and which single titles end up being flukes. Right. I mean, there's one single title we seem to celebrate every year with some sort of anniversary that can be considered a fluke. For sure. 1983. For sure. Okay. There were a couple first-round exits for Jim Valvano. Actually, not a couple. There were, I think, four first-round exits, three or four first-round exits for NC State at that time. And this also includes the expansion of the NCAA tournament in 1985. So here's here's some things to consider. And I, I'm glad we did the exercise of let's take out his best performance yeah. and worst performance. I'm glad we did that exercise. So let's get back into the reality of, well, he still has a national championship. And you cannot take that away from him. There have been 80 NCAA tournaments. There are 16 coaches with multiple NCAA titles. Let's go ahead and throw out John Wooden for reasons. Okay, he's got, what, 10? Throw that out because we know it was different back then and he cheated. So let's go to Coach K. He's got five. I think we can all agree that Coach K is the greatest of all time. He's won five national championships in five completely different ways over four decades. So I I think we kind of understand where Coach K is on this. So let's narrow it down to coaches with two titles. There's only two active coaches right now in the NCAA with two national championships. 
And one guy literally just won it last year in Bill Self at Kansas. Rick Pitino is in college coaching purgatory right now. He might reemerge at St. John's when it's all said and done. So let's uh, we'll go from there. Let's consider Dean Smith only won two with 11 appearances in the Final Four. What was the biggest knock on Dean Smith for the longest time until he won one in 1993? Well, you only won one. Oh, so that invalidates everything that he's done at that point? Tom Izzo has been to eight Final Fours. He's only won one. It was 23 years ago, yet we still give Tom Izzo this benefit of the doubt as though he's Mr. March or something like that. Jim Beheim, who just retired, 47 freaking years. Final Four five times. Title once. Yet, what do we consider Jim Beheim, right? Is it the longevity? I don't know. But he's got one, and we just don't even like bring up the bad stuff, so to say. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to making that I'm making here is that coaches we consider legends have at some point have really spotty records on their NCAA tournament resume, and some were fortunate to win a title. And the consistency for the guys who won the title, they had dudes. So if you wanted to have one valid criticism criticism of Tony Bennett is what's different from 2019 from the other years. And I'm going to throw out 2021, right. by the way, because of COVID. You had three NBA players. You had three NBA players! And even then, it was a little bit of a small margin for error, which a valid criticism of their very methodical way they go about offense. But they they trusted what they were doing because they had dudes who could literally make shots. Oh, sorry, they had a guy named Guy who could make shots. So, as I jokingly tweeted last night, when this all happened, I'm like, you know what Tony Bennett needs again? He needs more guys. Literally, guys. Because that's what helped him win a title. So, Furman's 13 over Virginia's 4 is not a fluke, by the way. We've had two 13s beat 4s in 2021. That included Ohio's win over Virginia. But again, I'll put an asterisk on that one because Virginia was depleted because of COVID coming out of the ACC tournament. From 2008 through 2009, it's a lot, it's happened 11 times, a 13 over a 4. Princeton, by the way, over Arizona, they were a 4, they were um there were 4 15 over 2 upsets for the first 27 years of the expanded tournament. There have been 7 in the last 10 tournaments. So, in a way what I'm getting at is here is that there are more of these types of upsets over the last couple of years for a variety of reasons and we're only going to start seeing more of them down the line. Now specific to Virginia, to your point. In the last 5 years Virginia lost to UMBC, we all we all know that. They won the national championship, they lost to Ohio. Again, I throw that one out because of the pandemic. A DNP in 2022 and obviously yesterday against Furman. Every single person who's dunking on Virginia today Every single person outside of Duke and Carolina, Kentucky and Kansas, the Blue Bloods out there, every single fan base in the ACC outside of Carolina and Duke, do they take that? Yeah, but this is where the Virginia portion is now. It's not 2010 anymore. Mm -hmm. So you're not at the bottom of the ACC anymore. You're not just happy that you win Uh the league anymore. You're not just happy that you have one title. You're now Virginia, and you're saying, we've eaten a crap sandwich from the from the triangle, from Tobacco Road, the entire time we've been in this league. Mm -hmm. And now it's our turn to run this league. Well, if it's your turn to run the league and you finally have the best coach, I am sorry, Joe. Let's let's use my SAT example. We're taking out his best. We're taking out his worst. Sure. His record is 7-7 seven and seven in, the, in the NCAA tournament. It's not great. This is where that, you, that's not Dean Smith. Dean Smith went to the Sweet 16 30 years in a row. Yeah. This is where you want to. Jim I, Valvano, by the way, did lose three times in the first round. He was a 7 10 game and, a, and he was an 11 seed in mm-hmm. one of the other losses. He did lose an 88 as a three seed, though. So there is that. But let's kind of, sort of 
You know, you can't attack well, the guys I, I, with a vowel now, my friend. I, I, I don't know. Because Jim Valvano, the reason we still talk about all that, Jim Valvano is arguably the greatest X and O coach of all time. But X and O. Nobody but, wanted to see that guy. He, nobody improvised like that but, like that but, guy. But he is he the won. complete opposite. He had won, though. He is the complete opposite of Tony Bennett. I don't know. It looks like a fluke by definition. Complete opposite. It just looks like a fluke by definition if we want to play that game. Now, to get the extreme points out of the out of way, and we'll wrap it up on this. This is where you and I actually start to align at the end. Tony Bennett didn't beat you, <laughs> Dean Smith. Here's Tony where. Yeah, but they've, Tony they've, Bennett didn't beat Houston, who had arguably the greatest team. But they've beaten Duke in the regular <laughs> season with Mike Krzyzewski. They've beaten Roy Williams. Not that year, they lost. Remember, Zion Williamson blocked DeAndre Hunter. Well, and, then, and they didn't see Duke in that tournament because bracket luck is real. Now, when I say fluky, it's all part of it, man. Here's it's where you and I. Here's where you and I ultimately align when it comes to Virginia. Do you want to be about that life or not? Okay, and this is something that I've been arguing with and why I get mad when I see Tony Bennett still getting coach of the year votes, right? Stop treating Virginia as though they're this like, wow, how are they doing this? Well, because they have the they have the coach, they have a fan base, and they have every other opportunity to do so. They should be running with the big boys, okay? Everything's in place for them now. And winning a national championship in 2019 should be proof positive that you can come here, play in this system, and get to the NBA. Okay? Oh, yeah. And don't, you for, can, don't forget he coached Clay Thompson at Washington State. Too. And you can feast on recruits that are hovering in the 50s. Okay? You can feast on that, especially in this day and age of college basketball. So I, this is where you and I do, do ultimately agree, in that if you want to be about that life, Stop treating yourself as though you're this, like, it's a miracle that we even did this and that. How can we? We're, we're, no, no, you want to run with Duke and Carolina. Well, then do it. Do it then and stop trying to treat yourself. You can't have it both ways. Ultimately, that's my thing with Virginia fans specifically. You can't have it both ways. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. Apologies to those who were expecting Mike Greenberg to be obsessively talking Fawning. about Aaron Rodgers today. Fawning, I think it's... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know, I know y'all really, really want Aaron Rodgers talk during the NCAA tournament. Um, although there is some actual football news going on. It looks like the Carolina Panthers are going to add some wide receivers today. Uh, was it DJ Chark? Oh. Is, uh, at least that's that's the latest rumor that they're going to add DJ Chark. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Can't wait till that gets run into the ground here locally. And I think Adam Thielen also is at least meeting with the with the Panthers, if I'm not mistaken. I think you made yesterday with the Panthers. It was yesterday with the Panthers. Thank you, Dennis. So yeah, Panthers making moves, man. Panthers making some moves. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what their biggest decision ends up being, though, uh, with with the overall number one pick in the draft, which is still just over a month away. But I'm sure we will go through all the permutations of. I really think they're going to go off the map and go Anthony Richardson. No, don't. Just take C.J. Bryce or Bryce Young. So, or C.J. CJ Stroud, I should say. I'm going to start messing up C.J.'s. I'm good to mess up a name at least once a day. 
I got my street what going, baby. What if they baby. could just take them both? What if they submitted C.J. Bryce? See what happens? And just see if they got both of them. Uh, yeah, I like where your head's at. Yeah. Be like the uh, the Amsterdam Admirals with a two-quarterback <laughs> system that actually won a World Bowl back in the day. Maybe that's the case. So, Duke won yesterday. Duke, I was, Duke didn't just win yesterday. They yeah. Murder ball. Look, they, Oral Roberts. they really handled Oral Roberts yesterday. It's nice to see. They didn't. They didn't get too uh, too panicky. They were they were calm and cool with Oral Roberts, so that was good to see. And John Shire just wants to keep the momentum going for the Blue Devils. I want us to be who we are. You know, continue to keep our identity, uh, defend, share it, rebound, and uh, that's that's what's most important to me. We have to continue to be who we are. So that's John Shire, Duke head basketball coach, with their dominating performance over Oral Roberts. Um, Most encouraging sign was Derek Whitehead making three threes. Yeah. If, he, if he's going to come in and do that, mm-hmm. who boy, Derek Lively continues. Your, your to, feels like 2010 might be more true than you ever thought because <laughs> watching Houston late last night mm-hmm. again, I'm trying not to overreact because Duke mostly has been a team that wants to play ugly this year as well. Mm-hmm. And while this was a nice performance. The second round matchup with Tennessee is going to be brutally ugly. Yes, it is. Tennessee's a terrible offensive team. But Duke is very comfortable playing that style. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you watch these teams in the first round, and I'm like, uh, well, Arizona. This happens all the time. Nice to see you. You're gone. Alabama. Brandon Miller didn't score yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, One of the all-time bad beats at the end of that game when Texas A&M Corpus Christi decided to throw in a three into the ocean at the buzzer. Oh, oh boy. And wasn't there another game where they put 2.2 seconds left on the clock? The game was over, but they put 2.2 seconds on the clock and they hit some free throws? I didn't see that one. That oh, okay, one I forgot. Late night games, no, that was but... an earlier afternoon game while I was folding laundry but nobody... and doing some stuff. You know, yesterday wasn't a day for, you know, Kansas. They had some moments nah, there in the first half year, where you, you were like, eh. Yeah, but nah, I, those 16-1 games, there's usually one where they win by 40, and you're like, okay, yeah, there's the champ. See, well, I see them. The only team that I, the only team I was impressed by yesterday was Duke. That's the only team I was impressed by yesterday. So what what you're getting at is something that I, I was referencing when we were talking about Virginia and the Tony Bennett discourse. We're seeing a lot more closer games. We're seeing a lot more upsets over the last 10 years because college basketball has changed. Correct. You, you talked yesterday about pretty basketball versus ugly basketball, and the days of pretty basketball are gone. Well, with COVID, the extra years, the amount of transfers, uh, and the smaller schools that get in that have junior and senior-laden teams that understand you know, they understand what they are, this is why you end up getting a 2 over 15 more often than not now. And while you see these 3 14s uh, that happened, or the 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 uh the 13-4s like we saw yesterday. So to me I, I'm not I'm not surprised that a lot of the games were not well, taking another blowouts. step further besides the covid Joe with the transfer portal what is really like who's starting for who anymore? Yeah, I don't know. A lot of guys start at the mid-major level mm-hmm. and then kind of matriculate through as older players, or you know, in the case of NC State, you're looking at a Jarkel Joiner who was at Ole Miss, and now all of a sudden is a star in the ACC. We saw this last year, and again, Tyree Appleby this year at Wake Forest goes mm-hmm. from Florida to Wake. You know, you look all across college basketball, and it's like they just put all these rosters in a blender, 
And then, of course, you add in the extra year of COVID eligibility and, and you have uh, a, a more equal footing than we've ever seen in the 68 team tournament. Well, me- mentioning Jarkel Joyner, and he's a big reason why NC State's had the year that they have. And he met with the media yesterday, talked about keeping the nerves in check as they get ready to kick things off in Denver. Oh, uh, man, I, I like to play emotional. Um, but like to what everyone said, Coach Ben, we've been doing our homework, watching a lot of film, and he's been telling us to keep our emotions in check. And while we're here, we might as well try to win some games. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Here's Kevin Keats, NC State's basketball coach. We've, we've been using and seeing that hashtag feels like 83. The 83 team was honored earlier this year at PNC Arena. Kevin Keats talked about those guys from the 83 team getting to know these guys, you know, kind of use it as inspiration. Uh, tradition is huge at NC State. Uh, we do not hide from it. We understand that, um, you know, we're one of few teams, you know, a few, few school, schools that have uh, two national champions. And, um, you know, both of those teams were so special to us. And, you know, I'll talk about the 83 teams since we're talking about the 40th anniversary. Um, you know, they, they came out of nowhere. Um, worked extremely hard and obviously came away with a national championship and and so it was uh, it was a it was great moments when they were on campus uh, we were able to have those guys talk to our players and exchange numbers and I thought it was the greatest thing in the world and uh, our guys embraced it and it's important to know where your culture and you know some of the former players came from and how they won championships and so that was a really unique thing for us So that's Kevin Keats on the whole feels like 83 and the 83 squad being around. Does it actually feel like 83, Joe? I feel like that's cooled off thanks to what happened to Clemson. I think that's cooled off uh, with the way that NC State closed out the year with the first time they lost back-to-back games. Um, Maybe that's what NC State needed. Who knows? Maybe it was a little bit of a, hey, 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 recalibration. This is very fleeting. Don't, you know, don't give up your opportunity here. Not to go full M&M eight mile, but, you know, you only got one chance, okay? So I Guard play dominates NCAA tournament play. NC State's got that. I mean, like, I, I don't know how else to put it. They've got that. Now it's a matter of can they do the work? The only curiosity that I have with the Wolfpack going forward, Joe, is can they be consistent on defense that they don't find themselves needing to make every damn bucket when they have it, which is what's gotten them in trouble this year. Yeah. The the Clemson loss in Greensboro, which was different from the Clemson loss in Raleigh, yeah. was they played well in the first half of that game, and then they couldn't score mm-hmm. in the second half. And that's maybe where you see this team has been resilient all year. They they really hadn't let things snowball them at any point, and even within games, 
up until those those two games, there was such an aberration on the whole season. So it'll be different seeing in Creighton team, you know, their bigs don't shoot as much, but they got guys who can shoot. That Creighton's are a really good offensive team. They are one of the pretty teams in this tournament. So is NC State. NC State doesn't exactly want to get you in the in the fifties and sixties. They want to get out and run and play. And you're right. Uh, but to me, Casey Marcel kind of becomes one of those X factors. When he's hitting his threes, he's such a luxury. And I, I think that's probably NC State's best path home today. If DJ Burns and uh, Skalkenberg kind of, you know, offset each other in the Cancel post. each other out, yeah. Which we could see. And then it all becomes who, which guards are going to be there, which ones are going to make the threes. Because these, these are two teams who play very similarly. I, I expect a high-scoring game this afternoon. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.